Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living Wakeful. I'm your lovely host and fearless leader, Aja. And today I am re-recording the beginning of this episode because I fucked up. I don't know, something happened with the audio, and I guess I just didn't record the, like, first few first few minutes, first few seconds of the introduction. So I am back re-recording it. Uh, today's episode is going to be about discovering your personal yoga and that doesn't necessarily mean what positions you can get your body into and how quickly and how flexible you are and how and that that definitely is part of it but your personal yoga which is beyond your body but your entire being is more to more to do with discovering the areas in your personal experience in which you feel limited or tense. Just the same way with your physical yoga, with your body, you you look for the areas which are t- tightest and tensest. Well, discovering your personal yoga is about doing the same thing, but with your life situation. And so we're going to talk more about that after a brief interlude. Dun, dun, dun. See you there. So what's meant by this is actively seeking out and contending with the areas in your psychic and physical, and often they line up, this, your psychic and physical environment in which you feel contracted or fearful or limited and expanding or uniting or stretching through those. So this can be a conversation conversation that you've been unwilling to have i don't know maybe maybe you're in a relationship and it's just not working out anymore and so your yoga is going to be to go and tell that person that it's not working out anymore if you don't do that then you're not that's not that's not conducive to long-term peacefulness and joy perhaps you're in an employment situation that you just fucking hate and you are not letting you're not expressing it in the circumstances that you need to express it. I know plenty of people who hate their jobs online. I know plenty of people who hate their jobs in private conversations, but they don't hate their jobs where it counts, which is when they're at their jobs, are they expressing the things they don't like about their job, which maybe they want to quit, but maybe they just want things to be fixed. Maybe they just want to change in certain, in certain areas. Maybe they want to step into a greater role. There's many different, it, you're not liking your employment situation can be many different things, not just I want to quit my boring desk job. So your yoga is going to the people and the circumstances and the situations and the conflicts in your psyche, which are making you feel small and weak and going and giving them attention. You're not going to go there and battle it and destroy it and beat it. That's not, that's not the point. The point is going there and attending to it and contending with it and seeing, is this really an enemy? Is this really my enemy or is it just a teacher? And oftentimes those, oftentimes those areas in which we consider enemies or people which we consider enemies are teachers. Circumstances, ideas which we consider enemies are teachers. Actually, that's almost exclusively the case. 
<laughs> but we won't we won't go too far in that direction for now. So just as with body work, which is a much more accurate um, definition of what we call yoga when we go to the studio, it's more body work. Um, just as you go in regular body work and you look for the areas that are tensest and try to stretch through them and you give them your attention and love, that's really that's really the 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 purpose of yoga is getting back in touch with your body and falling in love with your body and in what in whichever condition it's in and and growing through stretching through releasing all of the areas which are tense which haven't had much love and attention for a long ass time so it might be your hips might be for me I've got very tight hips and that's cuz I like to sit in straight back chairs and I'm learning to just sit down crisscross applesauce more because it's just better for your hips. Your hips aren't meant to be locked into these parallel shapes that we put them in for hours at a time, for years at a time when we're going through public school. And then if you, if you, you know, go on to have a desk job, then you're doing the same. You're sitting in the same position. Um, you're meant, you're, your hips are meant to have a wider range of motion. They're meant to be able to flap like wings. So that's that's an area in my physic in my physiology which I traditionally haven't given much attention to or not enough attention to. Now now the hips are opening, they're relaxing, they're they're doing their thing. So that's just one example of of the way in which we do this with the body. But it's the same principle with with your relationships, with your finances, with with uh, with your religion, with your religious and political beliefs and and ideologies and all that stuff, it's the same principle. It's going through the areas in which you feel tensest and going, what what am I doing wrong here? Why can't I move in this direction? Why am I inflexible in this way? And then gradually learning to gain that range of motion, that flexion. So why am I inflexible financially? Well, it's because I have a, an, an, a dysfunctional relationship with money. I think money is a toy. And, I, and I'm not speaking personally, but I'm speaking personally for some people. Um, I think money is a toy, a, a means of getting shiny new things. And exclusively, I use it like that. So that would be one example of discovering... An area in which you're tense, which most people, if they have a bad relationship with money, the last thing they want to hear is that they have a bad relationship with money. That's going to make them. That's going to make them feel like you're calling them poor, and you're not calling them poor. You're just stating, hey, you have a, a strange relationship with money. You're you're not using it to its fullest extent. Extent, and I see you struggling for it. And these aren't conversations I've had yet, but these are conversations that human beings are going to start having more and more i'm going to i'm going to make a prediction right now uh you're going to start seeing more conversations with people's relationships to money because the way in which we relate to money these days is it's it's some it's a it's a reward for doing chores essentially it's a reward for doing the kind of things that you don't that you don't want to do that you don't 
that you wouldn't do in your free time for any other reason than because it gives you money. And because we're getting such great automation, we're developing artificial intelligence to unbelievable levels. The, the odd menial jobs, the, the repetitive, uh, uh, low, low skill level jobs. And low skill level doesn't mean not difficult. It just means a, a requires a lesser degree of education and skill. So a good example of that would be like trucking. So many people's livelihoods are in trucking. And it's, it's not an easy job by any means, but you don't have to, you don't have to go to Harvard to be a trucker, you know? So there's, there's those kinds of, those kinds of occupations are going to become less and less available as we gain more and more machinery that can do those things for us better than us, not just for us, but better than we can. Um, as we lose those kinds of situations with which to support ourselves, we have to find new ways to support ourselves. And those ways have to be the, the things that, that we enjoy, that we've forgotten. The things that give us joy and provide other people value. I don't know, cooking, babysitting, uh, baking, uh, playing a sport, making a podcast, uh, writing a book. These are the things that people are going to have to support themselves with going forward in the future because the desk jobs ain't going to be there. Machines can do that middle management. <laughs> middle, there, there's middle management programs already. And as they become much, much more cheaper and much more available, middle management jobs with actual human beings who are doing middle management, they're not going to be there in the long run. They're not going to be there. So what people are going to be left with is a choice. Do I fall into despair or do I do I follow do I follow the feeling nature? Do I follow what the heart wants to do? The heart over here wants to sit outside with the butterflies and the bees and and talk about shit. That's what this human being wants to do. It's not, it's not what's most uh, practical. It's not what's most profitable yet. But learning to make that profitable is part of the journey over here. Um, Cause otherwise it's despair. It's going into indentured servitude, which is what the education system has become. I pay you so that you give me the qualifications to go out and work for someone else. And I pay you a, 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 an often crippling amount of my livelihood up front. Crippling amount of debt that I accrue in, in a short four years. And I, I'm, not, I'm not saying this is wrong I'm just pointing out the way it works, the way it seems to work right now, is people just saddling ridiculous loads of debt to go 
be somebody else's uh, tool. To be a, a, a cog in a system. There's no criticism here. There's no judgment here. That's just the way things have developed thus far. But it's not going to, it's not going to stay that way. Number one, because people are wising up and they're going, no, that kind of lifestyle is bullshit. I don't care. You can keep the 60K a year, the 65K a year. I'd rather have less income and more fun than have a, a, a 2019 Range Rover and a, a, a $300,000 house and a picket fence and, and, and be lined up on a block. I'd rather, I don't know, live in the woods <laughs> these things are gradually dawning on people and as we become more lax around uh, plant substances plant medicines different kinds of healing that aren't just treating the body like a machine and addressing what's wrong with it but preventative care holistic kinds of health and holistic kinds of healing as we investigate in these kinds of areas people are becoming less and less convinced that the industrialized Western society that we live in is the shit is really where it's at. It might be better to, to live simpler, to live more in contact with nature and nature, nature in the body as much as nature in the physical surroundings, nature within the psyche. And it's not most people's natural inclination to be an accountant. That's what I mean by nature, by getting back in touch with nature. It's not, it's not most people's, there are some people who are really fucking good accountants and really enjoy accounting, and those are the people that should be accountants. Not, not all of them. Not even most of them. I'd venture a guess. Because so many times you see on the on the internet, all these YouTube and, or other online success stories with people who quit their job, which was functional and practical and which they went to school for and did something which was completely unrelated and ended up generating way more prosperity and way more uh, fulfillment and joy. And so whatever, whatever they were doing before, accounting, uh, uh, practicing law, my, my favorite musician was a practicing lawyer for like the first 40 years of his, well, not 40 years of his life, but he didn't, he didn't pursue a music career until he was like 40 and he was a lawyer and a, a damn good lawyer. And that just wasn't his inclination. Um, his inclination was music and the things he made were profound and a blessing in this human experience. Piero Piccioni, you can look him up on youtube he's got several i mean just like 300 songs and they're all no, no two of them sound exactly the same and it's not just about variety it's about quality and depth and the multi-layered emotions that he can create through music it's like what the hell were you doing in in law school if you could do that what the fuck were you doing practicing law it, well it was it was functional it was practical it was, it was what everyone told me I should do. But you could do such incredible, profound things to the human soul with, with music, and you hid that from yourself. 
and you hid that from the world. You didn't give that to the world. And so you robbed yourself and you robbed everyone around you of that. If you didn't, if you didn't pursue it, I'm damn glad he did. However long it took him to do it. <laughs> um, there's not much information on this guy and I, there really should be. Uh, you guys should look his ass up, Piero Piccioni, and somebody find me a bio or something. <laughs> a much better bio. I've read several of them, but they're all just very scattered information about his life. Nonetheless, so that would be your personal yoga right in that situation. His personal yoga was acknowledging that he didn't give a fuck about law. He was doing it to keep to keep the lights on. What he really wanted to do was create incredible music so your yoga is going to the places where you feel scared and limited and going you know what i'm gonna i'm just gonna travel down that way see what it's got for me and what you'll find almost almost assuredly is that It ain't, it ain't so scary once you start doing it. Whatever it is the heart wants to do. Which the mind says is impractical. Which the mind says is unlikely to work out. Which the mind says is foolish. Just doing it anyway. And then devoting the mind's resources to making it happen instead of uh, using the mind's resources to explain why you shouldn't do something that you want to do. Using the mind's resources to justify doing what you want to do and, and, stra and strategize how to make it happen. How to make it work rather than using your mind as a, as a barrier to hold you back, using it as a tool to propel you forward. A mind in service of the heart. Because that's what you are. You're a heart. You're a human being, but you're, you're a heart. You don't know what that means until you know what it means. So again, I'm calling it. Much, of, much more people are going to start doing their personal yoga in whichever direction that means. Now more than ever. It's already starting to happen now more than ever. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to continue to accelerate accelerating endlessly to the transcendental object at the end of time like Terence McKenna would call it alrighty and that is going to do it for now everyone thanks so very much for listening I do hope you enjoyed and if you did do remember to share this share this with the people around you with the people you like with the people you don't like with the people who might need it uh, and do remember that what you attend to you amplify so please do choose to amplify this podcast if you did indeed enjoy it. And follow me on Twitter, Reddit, Patreon, and a few other upcoming sites, all under the name Aja Shanti. And I will see you next time.